VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at AvalonWaterways.com. Avalon is cruising. Elevated. KFI AM640. You're listening to the John Cobell podcast on the iHeartRadio app. We're on the radio from one until four. And then after four o'clock, John Cobell on demand. It's the podcast version of the show. Same show. And you can pick up on uh, what you missed. Uh, we got uh, we got really interesting stuff coming up in the uh, two o'clock hour. Uh, there's there's two stories out there. Uh, one the Wall Street Journal has that says the Chinese lab uh, mapped the coronavirus two weeks before the Chinese Communist Party told the world. So for two weeks, researchers had isolated and mapped the virus, you know, the genetic mapping, uh, in late December 2019 before Beijing told the rest of the planet. We'll talk about that. And even bigger... And this is just terrifying. Uh, China is now studying a 100% fatal COVID strain. <coughs> I think I, I think you I'm don't the first have COVID, victim. do you? No, okay. no. But if you get this one, it's 100% that you're going to be dead. We're going to talk with uh, News Nation's senior national correspondent Brian Enton. Uh, he's investigating this. Uh, they are experimenting with a mutant COVID-19 strain known as GXP2V. They have, and by the way, the, the Chinese are actively creating and injecting this virus into humanized mice. I don't know what a humanized mouse is, but um, the, the, well, it's the brains are engineered to reflect genetic makeup similar to people to see what happens. And what they found is, 100% death rate in eight days of the mice. This is what the Chinese are working on. It's been nice knowing you and working yeah. with you. <clears throat> now, 
I know the, your other great, oh, for, I, I actually cover all three great fears, all right? Mm-hmm. Infectious disease, mm-hmm. 30th anniversary today in mm-hmm. Northridge. Were you here for the Northridge? I was not, but I, not. I, I, I'll tell you, I was in the Bay Area and I was doing mornings at the time and the wire service was flashing and it said something, I think it was huge earthquake hits Northridge and I had a lot of family members in Northridge and in the San Fernando Valley and here I was in the Bay Area and trying to get a hold of my family members. And, of course, the phone lines were were not working. It was really scary. But I can't tap into a, a trauma from personal experience well, being here. Well, I came to help with the cleanup. Oh, and okay. uh, let's just say my family's homes were just... Oh, were they really wrecked? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you lived in that part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's terrifying. That's why I worry. Look, 30 years, we are due. And that was a six point oh, seven. I, I'm I'm assuming we're going to have a seven point two or something. No, there's been like three big LA quakes. Uh, there's one in Long Beach, I think, in 1933, and then the one in 1971 in the San Fernando Valley, and then the Northridge quake in uh, 1994. Actually, Eric, you weren't even born for that uh, quake. Were no, you? my mom was pregnant with me when it happened. Oh, so you did get shook up a little. <laughs> that I guess, yeah. Yeah, the womb. <laughs> Might have banged your head in the. Uh... My aunt, though, was for an aftershock. She was in Brent's Deli, and the way she knew an aftershock was happening was all the salami hanging started swaying. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, so uh, I was, I was, uh, my wife and I were asleep. Right, we'd already moved to L.A. <clears throat> in fact, we hadn't been here that long, and. Uh, quickly realized Los Angeles was insane, uh, an insane place to be. And so the shaking started at 4.31. I remember looking at the uh, the clock, and it was shaking hard. We were in bed, and I felt like, um, I felt like scrambled eggs being shook around in a pan. It was that kind of thing. Uh-huh. Like it was going back and forth, back and forth. We had this huge, heavy framed mirror right over the bed at the head of the bed and my wife grabbed the back of my hair right pulled really hard snapped my head back so i thought she was going to break my neck and since she pulled my head back so hard i looked up and i saw this big heavy mirror shaking and rattling over me and i said well, I'm dead either. Is she snapping my neck or that thing is going to come down? Oh, I thought like maybe a... she was snapping your neck to get your head away from the mirror so it didn't come crashing no, down on no, you. No, it was it was just a reflex she had because uh-huh. she was she was panicking. But then I'm looking that up. I go, well, what? I, was, I actually remember this thought. What's going to kill me? Her yank of the back of my head or that mirror coming down? But look, what? a miracle. You survived. I, it was a miracle. One of the two should have killed me. So were you terrified? Because you always make fun of me being afraid no. of earthquakes. Oh, come no. on. No, I wasn't. I actually thought, oh, this is cool. Uh, being <laughs> shaken around like scrambled <laughs> eggs is cool. <laughs> what can I tell you? I'm not <laughs> look, we just felt one a couple of weeks ago in the station. Remember, Deborah? I do, yes, I do remember. It was on, uh, I, I was just about to do the news on the Gary and Shannon show when the earthquake hit. But that was a four point two this was a 6.7 yeah, 6.4 that's a whole six, well, seven. yeah yeah that's a whole different feeling i also remember looking out the window because <clears throat> we were living in a townhouse right on the edge of uh, la and beverly hills and looking out the window and i saw all these green explosions because the transformer boxes on the utility poles were all exploding and there would be a green flash and a green flash i think there were three of them as everything was shaking and we were getting, uh, you know, the electricity grid was getting disconnected from the world. 
Did you have a lot of damage in your home? No. Um, just a, a, a wicker bookcase. All the, all the books fell off of that. I think there was a, a, a small table, like a, a decorative table in the corner of our the landing of the staircase. And that had a tile top and that, that, that broke. Um, but the thing is, I, I went into the closet and it was pitch black in the closet. And I'm trying to find clothes. And I, I ended up like putting on, I don't know, like pajamas and a suit jacket, something ridiculous like that. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't see because we went outside because you know, we were getting immediate aftershocks. So we stood outside uh, with all the other people. And I hated that because, you know, everyone's buzzing about. And now I got to talk to people and I got to make small talk. At 430 at in 4 the morning. 430 in the morning. It's like, I don't want to see people. But then uh, the program director here at the time, David Hall, called me up, asked me if I wanted to go up in a helicopter during Handel's show. And, uh, okay, I'm not doing anything. And <laughs> so I got into the helicopter and, and reported live on the air over the, over, uh, the university, uh, Cal State, Cal State Northridge. Northridge. Yeah. And I think we went over the, uh, the 10 freeway, too, where that had collapsed. Wow. And I, what I remember, that was the last time I was in a helicopter because I remember feeling terribly nauseous. I hadn't eaten, right? Because in the panic, we ran outside, went back inside. He called. I get in the car. I go uh, to this. Well, I go, actually, I went to Van Nuys to get in the helicopter, I think. And I didn't eat. And then all the motion sickness that morning in the helicopter without eating, I just wanted to uh, open the door and retch all over Northridge. I just... And uh, I decided I'm not going in those things anymore. Yeah. Wow. So it was, uh, it was, uh, but you see, that feeds into my need for excitement. That's uh -huh. why I didn't get scared. I found it. It's like, oh, this is exciting. So it, it, let me ask you this. If your roof collapsed, mm -hmm. would you have been scared? If there's a 7.2 tonight, oh, please, universe, don't let that happen. <laughs> you just you just sent it out into the universe. I know. Can I retract that? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's too late. It, let's put it back in late. my mouth. <laughs> they're, they're already working on it. They're already working on that 7.2 that Deborah no, proposed. Uh, no, that was just a dream. It was a figment of your imagination. <laughs> no, but seriously, I, if you had more damage if you saw things just flying all over the place if you flew mm -hmm. uh, all right the, to the other side of the room you wouldn't be scared you wouldn't i, I suppose I, I could be scared but there was nothing in this that was really scary to me because i've talked to like, people who seriously they 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 had panic attacks no i'm, not, I'm not trying to minimize it i realize i have weird reactions to things uh -huh. probably why i'm yeah, I do this show. I know. I, I I thought I I wanted to. I, I've always been fascinated by nature and weather and earthquakes and just anything. So I've always wanted. I wanted to see a tornado up close. It's that kind of thing. I'd probably be one of those guys chasing tornadoes if I grew up in Oklahoma. Get in the car and see how close I could get. Mm. You know, mm. I'm fascinated by guys who fly uh, planes inside hurricanes. Yeah, wow. when I when I see those kinds of documentaries, yeah, it's uh, mm. we're very different, you and, yeah. you and me. <laughs> yeah, notice that. All right, <laughs> when we come back, uh, Gavin Newsom. Here's a sign that he's another sign he's running for president because he's decided to block the tackle football ban. We'll talk about that next, so your your kids can play tackle football still. In the free state of California, Deborah Mark is live in the KFI 24-hour newsroom.
You're listening to John Cobalt on demand from KFI AM 640. Gavin Newsom is now, uh, I think the political term they call, they use is uh, pivoting. He is pivoting away from some of his invasive nanny state, uh, left-wing, progressive, I want to control your life policies. The, the idiots in this legislature, all these progressive fools, as if they haven't had enough bad ideas that have wrecked the state, they wanted to get rid of tackle football. Tackle football for kids age 12 and under. Uh, and and they, they were hell-bent on rushing this through the legislature. Shockingly, that seems to be the most important thing on their, uh, on their plate right now. For all the, th remember last year, how long did we have to fight uh, to get the legislature to pass that uh, sex trafficking bill for underage girls to turn that into a, a, a felony that sticks? Remember that whole battle? That went on for months. Actually, I think years. I think the legislator who uh, wrote the bill originally was pushing it three years ago. So for three years, there was this life and death battle so that young girls can't be sexually trafficked in, in California without a felony being charged that gave you real prison time. But banning tackle football for little kids? Wow, that was on the express train. Um, so uh, it, it looked like it was going to head to Newsom's desk, uh, desk very quickly. Um, and Newsom released a statement saying, I am deeply concerned about the health and safety of our young athletes. But an outright ban is not the answer. My administration will work with the legislature and the bill's offer to strengthen safety in youth football while ensuring parents have the freedom to decide which sports are most appropriate for their children. Boy, I'd like to hear him say that. I want to hear those words come out of his mouth, not just in a statement. While ensuring parents have the freedom to decide what? There's no such thing anymore in California, the freedom to decide. Yeah, right. But uh, apparently Fox News was going to run a segment the next day featuring a, uh, a young, uh, a longtime youth football coach who is the main opponent of this bill. And uh, also a Democratic strategist in Los Angeles pointed out that football is the number one thing on TV. It's an economic driver across our economy for advertising dollars and teams and athletes and coaches. This is going to make California conform to the stereotype that everyone wants to have. So their political strategists were saying, were saying don't do this because the country loves football. Moms and dads love their kids playing football. And they're just, they're just not, parents are not the nervous ninnies that the media, that the media is. The media is made up of real, uh, they're, they're, they're like the worst kind of helicopter parents, except they're not my parents. They're not my kids' parents. They're media people trying to, they're, they're progressive, they're left wing, and by their very nature, they want to interfere in people's freedoms and their private decisions. And they've always got a study. They've always got an excuse. There's always some kind of injury they want to prevent. Right? They want to control what you eat, what you drink, how much you eat, how much you drink. 
you know, you have all these bells going off in your car every 30 seconds. I don't know about your car, but my car just will not shut up. There is constant warnings because I'm sure they want me to live, right? I'm sure they really care whether I live or die in an accident. No, it's it's the control freak aspect of government. And it's it's completely out of control. It's insane here in California. Um the the uh and also some of the legislators started uh, pointing out that uh you know, all right, for example, uh, Daniel Robinson is a coach with the Sacramento Youth Football, and he was part of the protest. And uh, he said that football provides a safe and structured environment for kids. And why should the government choose what sport a kid plays? And one, one, one black legislator said football is really good for a lot of black kids who need something to do after school. And, you know, sports is a great way for young men to get out all their excess energy and aggression in a controlled way. And so why are you going to take these kids? Because they've done studies. And boys and girls who are regularly in sports and are practicing every afternoon are much less involved with all the bad stuff. Much less likely to be involved in crime, get arrested, much less likely to get involved in drugs, alcohol, early sex, pregnancy, you name it. And it just makes sense. If you're, if you know, three hours in the afternoon, which is when most of the trouble happens, because parents aren't always home from work yet, and um, if, if the kids have too much free time, especially during that time period... That's that's when a lot of trouble happens. And one, uh, the uh, co-founder of the California Youth Football Association, Steve Famiano, said it was all over national news. I think it puts a black eye on our state. We're kicking off the 2024 legislative year with this. I think a lot of us as Californians were embarrassed. Finally, finally, people got embarrassed. Finally, do you know what the California uh, approval rate is around the country? You know, they they test out states in polling. You know, only 44% of the country has a positive viewpoint of California. Because all the stuff that we talk about every day here is broadcast nationally in all the news. And we look like the biggest, most dangerous, most intrusive joke in the entire nation. Because they, they see all the videos of the smash and grab robberies and all the homeless people dying in the streets and the drug addiction and that the felons are running loose. And here's the first legislative story of the year out of California, and they want to keep uh, little kids from playing tackle football in the afternoon. Well, Newsom backed away from it because you can't run for president. In a, can you imagine in the Midwest and the South running for president, you're, you're banning football? Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. 
Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon. Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Hey guys, Mario Lopez here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit biotoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You're listening to John Cobalt On Demand from KFI AM640. I had something to follow up on. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. When we were talking about Newsom backing away from banning tackle football. Um, one guy who made a great point, uh, Daniel Robinson, a coach with uh, Sacramento Youth Football. Uh, well, I mentioned him before that he says the government shouldn't be choosing what kid, what sport a kid plays. Somebody else named uh, Jim Cooper. He's the current Sacramento sheriff. And he wrote a law back in 2019 called the California Youth Football Act, which created safety requirements for tackle leagues. Coaches had to get extra training. Medical professionals have to be at a game. And the amount of full contact practices is limited. Now, that's a reasonable thing to do. Cooper, who is now the Sacramento sheriff, says football comes under more scrutiny than other sports, such as soccer or lacrosse, because, quote, those folks that play those sports, live in affluent communities. He said, kids of color, this is who you're putting at a distinct disadvantage because football is predominantly played in the cities by, by black youths. 
And so he noticed that the restriction was going to be on a sport that young black students play. But the sports that mostly whites tend to play, soccer and lacrosse, which can be just as dangerous. Like, Deborah, you mentioned you didn't want your uh, your son, right? Well, I didn't want him headbutting head when he was playing soccer. Right. And and that can, and it, God, I remember seeing a, a special um, on uh, NBC years ago about a girl who had headbutted once too many times. And she had some kind of permanent brain damage. Yeah. And she was locked in her room in the dark because she couldn't process light anymore. The light made her headachy and crazy every time she... Uh, Every time, every time she wanted to live. And I don't know what ever happened to her. You know, they, they'd been following her for a, a year at a awesome. time, and it, and it wasn't getting any better. All right, moving on. Um, and uh, you, you may have uh, seen yesterday about the guy who was tossed from his RV. Um, it, it turns out this guy has worked for ESPN. He's been a sportscaster. And he and his wife bought an RV, and they were coming back from a trip. They 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 live in a real house, but um, you remember the car was grinding up against the divider, and suddenly he was ejected. Dash cams on other cars caught what happened, and he is tossed over the divider and starts rolling on the freeway. Here is a report that explains everything from KTLA five reporter Carlos Saucedo. Yeah, it was it was divine intervention. That's the only explanation Cordell Patrick has for being alive. As he lays in his hospital bed with scrapes and bruises, dash cam video shows the moments after Cordell was ejected from his RV Monday morning. The former ESPN sportscaster was on his way home to Valencia when his wife fell asleep behind the wheel. I had just unbuckled my seatbelt. It was only unbuckled for five seconds. I noticed my wife had dozed off. So instead of going straight down the 14, we are headed toward the median. And I tried to grab the steering wheel, but before I could grab the steering wheel, we already had impact. The impact threw him out the driver's side window. He flew over the divider onto a busy 14 freeway in the Newhall area. He was tossed 170 feet as the RV was going roughly 60 miles an hour. All I'm thinking about, I'm going to get hit by a car. I'm on a freeway. I'm on one of the busiest freeways in L.A. County. So what's going through my mind is I'll be dead shortly. In the video, we see as a white SUV swerves out of the way to avoid hitting him. I just drug myself, and then I leaned up my back against the media until help could come, and help came pretty quick. Good Samaritans. Good Samaritans like Alf Smithy, who pulled over. I noticed the guy's laying in the road still. I was just trying to kind of keep cars away from him. He was all the way there. That was the shocking part. Like... He, I asked him his name, I asked him all kinds of stuff, but he was all the way there. Like, he knew he broke his arm, he knew he broke his leg. Cordell has road rash covering 60% of his body, oh. multiple broken bones, and 17 stitches. His biggest takeaway? If you didn't think there were a higher power before this, something is wrong with you. Because there is. And I'm a living witness, and I've got a living testimony to tell. And somehow Cordell's wife was not injured. They also have a dog, a beagle, who survived the crash. Now, as for the RV, it was completely totaled. Cordell says that his RV days are probably over. So the wife was fine. The dog was fine. He takes his seatbelt off for five seconds and gets shot out the side window over the divider into oncoming traffic. He is so lucky. Did you see there was a white vehicle that swerved around him? Came this close to running him over. 
I, I saw an interview uh, with him on on TV saying it was divine intervention. I mean, that's what he said. I mean, because he should have been dead. He 170 feet? Crazy. Onto the 14 freeway. Five seconds he takes off his, his seatbelt. Well. Uh, it's just. Of course, why is the wife falling asleep? She was tired. Was this she was tired of hearing him yapping all day long, maybe. <laughs> she falls asleep. He gets it. He's he's the one rolling down the freeway. Yeah, well, I uh, feel she bad. She didn't do it me. on purpose. I mean, my gosh, uh, can you imagine how she feels? I, You know, I don't know. Well, imagine. <laughs> how would you feel if you fell asleep at the wheel and your wife was injured like that? Oh, no, it happened the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would be ejected from the car. <laughs> Have either of you fallen asleep at the wheel? No. Yes. I used to I used to fall asleep. I have a scary story from when I was so really I. young. Oh God. Oh, I, I don't think I've ever told anybody. Because it's like one of those stories you don't want to tell people. Yeah, I would be embarrassed. Um but I was um I worked when I was about twenty years old, I worked at a newspaper. And there was a woman and she was much older than me, but she invited me to come with her family on a vacation in North Carolina. Because she had a son and a daughter my age. And I said, oh, sure. You know, it was a beach vacation in North Carolina. And uh, we were driving back from there to New Jersey, where we all lived. And they gave me the uh, night slot to drive. And I fell asleep. And when I, when I woke up, we were headed right to a fork in the road. There was like a cement abutment, a metal sign, and one of those orange... Well, it was it was it was a, a metal post and an orange sign on top, which was telling you that the road is splitting. <gasps> and I was just about to hit that. And I swerved and everybody else was asleep. And I swerved at the last second and missed. I might have driven over the abutment because I remember the car was shaking and rumbling, but I missed the metal post and missed the sign. And uh, it wasn't your time, John. It wasn't uh, the time for the exit back. But, you know, it was it was middle of the night. I sh <laughs> Somebody else drove the rest of the way. <laughs> Do you you think <laughs> <laughs> that's one of those things that, that that sits in your mind for the rest of your life? That moment. And you love to drive. You I drive. Do. So has, that hasn't happened again. Right. You well, sure. It has. No, I. What? I fall asleep a lot. Then. You don't you think you should change things? I mean, that's really I, dangerous. I don't know what to do. I I fall asleep uh, uh, driving home. Sunflower seeds. Why did why sunflower seeds? Eat sunflower seeds while you're driving. It'll keep you awake. Oh, then right? knowing John, he'll choke on them. <laughs> you mean I have to I have to go vegan to stay awake? <laughs> uh, Deborah Mark. Oh oh, when we come back. All right, two parts coming up about the COVID virus. The Chinese have invented. A 100% fatal update of the COVID virus. I am not making this up. After 2 o'clock, we're going to have Brian Enton from News Nation, the new cable news network, who's got the story. And also the Wall Street Journal uh, has a piece today that that famous Chinese lab in Wuhan, well, they mapped the deadly virus for two weeks before the Chinese Communist Party told the whole world about it. This is back in December of 2019. I'm telling you, there's something has been going on here with the Chinese Communist Party. And they have a new product now, 100% fatal, according to their early research. Why are they doing this? Why are they making variants and then testing them and finding out they can kill us all? That's next. 
You're listening to John Kobelt on demand from KFI AM 640. On the radio, one from four. After four o'clock, John Kobelt's show on command. On command, on demand. On the iHeart app. Well, you command people to tune you, you know, in on demand. Something this week, I'm just a beat off. I, more so than ever, my words are coming out in reverse. And, and well, what's upside. going on? I don't know. Uh, uh, Gone to the doctor lately. Gotten your. Uh, I think I need a blood brain, work done. I need a brain scan. Uh, all right, here I'm going to do one story, which will lead into story number two uh, after Deborah's news. Story number two is we're going to be talking with Brian Enton. He's the senior national correspondent with News Nation. Uh, this is the uh, latest, hottest cable news network, and uh, he's got. A story about China researching a 100% deadly COVID mutation. Uh, They're studying this. Well, I don't know why. I don't know why they're doing this. It's called GXP2V. First, they humanized the brains of mice. The brains were genetically engineered to reflect the genetic makeup similar in people. And um, they have <laughs> they have found out that, well, they, 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 they injected the COVID-19 into eight mice and found that they all died real fast. And it was a really a gruesome death, too. It was no fun. So we'll talk about that with uh, Brian Enton coming up uh, now. First story, though, Chinese researchers, according to the Wall Street Journal, have isolated and mapped the, well, they isolated and mapped the original COVID virus in late December 2019. That was two weeks before the Chinese Communist Party admitted to the world that this deadly virus existed. This is from congressional investigators. Documents from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services obtained by a House committee reviewed by the Wall Street Journal, show that a Chinese researcher in Beijing uploaded a nearly complete sequence of the virus's structure to the U.S. government-run database December 28, 2019. Chinese officials at that time were still publicly describing the virus as a viral pneumonia of unknown cause. They had yet to close that uh, Hunan seafood wholesale market, which in that area that was the initial COVID-19 outbreak and that's why they gave them a cover story to distract people from the Wuhan lab but China already knew what was going on they did not share the virus's genetic sequence with the World Health Organization until January 11th 2020 so that was a full 14 days later this is not about whether the COVID virus came from an animal or a lab leak. But what it tells you is that we lost two weeks of figuring out what to do and how to mitigate things. In retrospect, they should have told us immediately and they should have shut down plane traffic from China that day. And remember when Trump suggested and implemented the travel ban. He was called all kinds of names. 
racist. The Chinese Communist Party is evil. They are, that is not a good organization in the world. And it's being proven time and time again. With those extra two weeks, the world medical community could have figured out earlier how COVID-19 spread and get on, get on, get on offense. And everybody was blindsided. And to this day, nobody in the Chinese Communist Party has owned up to this and explained it. It's just leaked out in these documents. Uh, when they finally published, when the government published the sequence on January 12th, 2020, it was nearly identical to the sequence that was originally uploaded on December the 28th. And now we come, and this is what we're going to get into after Deborah's news, the new strain, the new product, GXP2V. And again, they injected this new strain into mice, and they all died within eight days. And what keeps this from... What, what, whatever caused the virus to escape from the Wuhan lab the first time, what's going to keep this virus or any one of a thousand other things they're working on from escaping? I, I mean, ha, ha, have they anybody believe that they've changed their um, security and safety requirements in China since this happened? Because the precautions weren't being followed all that strictly the first time back in 2019. So we'll get into this coming up on the John Cobalt Show. Deborah Mark is live in the KFI 24-hour newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John Cobalt Show podcast. You can always hear the show live on KFI AM 640 from 1 to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events, chef-prepared meals, 
safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.